Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, ready or not, it is softball season this week. And as we begin today, we'll begin our weekly uh, visits with Glenn Moore or a member of his staff for Baylor softball each week, most normally on Tuesdays. And uh, yeah, could change over the course of the year. But uh, Glenn Moore joins us now, beginning his 22nd year as head coach here of Baylor softball. And the season begins on Friday. Uh, actually, today is uh, softball weather, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful out there. 22 years, John. Yeah. Can you believe that? We've been here a while, haven't we? So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's exciting. Every year is exciting for me, and uh, certainly when you have this kind of weather, it makes you even more eager to get out there and practice and play, and, and we're knocking on the door of our, our first weekend here in 2022. What's the weather over in Natchitoches supposed to be this weekend? High of 70 on Friday, oh, knock on wood. On. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I think it gets down into the upper 50s on Sunday for the high, but we just have one game on Sunday. We play two on Saturday. And uh, right now uh, it's so showing a lot of sunshine in that yeah. forecast. So we're excited about it this time of the year, playing in Louisiana or Texas or really anywhere. You, you're lucky to get this kind of weather that's forecasted. Yeah. That is really nice. You have probably started some seasons, probably more often than not, in much uh, worse temperatures. Yes, we have. And uh, as recent as last year, and, yeah. and it was, uh, I think we had to cancel our tournament here and go to Lake Charles. And right. it was kind of a cold weekend down there, but we were able to get in some games last minute. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've had some very cold Gatterman Classics yeah. here in the in the past. Good. So 22 years here at Baylor, 25 overall, counting your time at a, a previous school school um does it what's it like for you I mean you've done this a bunch starting a new season is it still the excitement level you know that you've always had uh I think so yes uh man I I really love I don't know if it's uh the build-up uh the anticipation uh seeing new players and what wanting them to perform but you put in so much work in the off season. Uh, you put in so much work in recruiting. Your whole staff does in the travel, and and it's all for getting to this point and and having an opportunity to see what your work um, has produced. And this weekend uh, is that day. Every year you have that day. So I hope I never lose that excitement. I get excited for each game though. Still, so I hope I never lose that. It's probably time for me to look at retiring when I do. But that. Uh, that day has not come yet. Yeah, that's good, and and that's what you want. I mean, that's a sign, isn't it, no. that you still get excited not just for a season but every game and, and uh, shows you're still doing what you need to be doing. Yeah, and, I, you know, the kids motivate me. The athletes motivate me, and the more eager they are, we have a lot of new ones. Half our roster is brand new this year. I think 12 of the 21 are, are new here anyway, either transfers or, or freshmen. And uh, to see those athletes uh, live out their dream they're excited um, they're go going to be nervous but uh, you know helping them through this time and walking with them through a, um, a great opportunity for them it's just very exciting time and um, you know I've always said from day one I grew up playing softball my dad was a pitcher and I remember there were seven of us kids that would go watch my dad play sit on the side of the hill and I watch him play and I just remember it being a great family time and while there's a lot of hard work and a lot of tears and sweat and uh, even bleeding that goes into getting to this day you know um, the fun was the greatest motivator for me as I became an athlete and I just hope that uh, 
you know, I'll do everything I can to continue to keep fun in the game for the girls and let them enjoy uh, the, the, the joy of competition and, and the joy of camaraderie and being around uh, their second family, if you will. And it's not always pretty. In everything you do, there's some challenges. But but the, that joy, um, that fun uh, of competition is, is really a, a motivating factor for me as a head coach. What about this year with so many new faces, so many young players? How different is that for you, knowing you've got to you know, bring them along and incorporate them with the returning players? You know, I really feel uh, that it, we're going almost back to where when I first came to Baylor 20, nearly 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago, where we you know, kind of were starting fresh with a lot of new faces, um, you know, the first couple of years. And there was a lot of excitement, but a lot of unknowns. And probably the same way here. Uh, we've been able to maintain that attriculation of losing four a year, gaining four a year, and just kind of uh, recycling players in here and uh, not having an overhaul. This is more of an overhaul when you have half your roster. Now, I think a lot of programs are dealing with this because they had that fifth year from their COVID athletes and they lost big classes. Uh, so there are quite a few that have. We're looking at the rosters of the teams we play in this opening weekend, and it's really hard to scout them because so many new players on their teams. You know. So we're the same there. But uh, but I think it's kind of a sense of that early, um, you know, trying to get uh, the program established the way we wanted it when we got here. Not that it wasn't existent because Coach Young had done a great job, but to, to get it to where we wanted it, we, were, we had a lot of new faces there. And uh, I think it's a little bit like that for me this year. But it's different, isn't it? I mean, rather than a, a, a starting a season when you got so many returnees, you've had a few of those years. Really, the last couple, you've had a lot of returnees. But it's got to be different for you. Well, it is. And it, it's something we haven't experienced in a, in a while. But it's also refreshing and uh, exciting at the same time. You know, this team, um, barring the portal uh, affecting us big time, is going to be the same team, basically, that we'll have in, for two years straight. And you don't get to experience that a whole lot so I think we've, we've got to be patient with this group uh, we've got to grow them and uh, the things we do early in the season or even through this entire season will uh, will determine ultimate success for even two years from now with this this group so it's fun and it's exciting to know uh, where we are and where our expectations are to to get to and I think um, I think we'll uh, um, you know, we got to put that kind of perspective on it and not be over, you know, here the, it's a marathon, not a, not a sprint. Well, I really think that really applies here. It's, it can't be a sprint with so many young players on the team. And even the players that are maybe uh, sophomores and juniors on this team, uh, don't have a ton of experience for the most part. There's a couple that do. So even the ones that have been in college for a while, they were either either redshirted or held back because the COVID year uh, kept some players around and they didn't get the innings that they might have otherwise. I think we've got to give them a little time to grow. Yeah. Um, starting the season this weekend, a tournament in Natchitoches, as we talked about. What about your schedule? Do you, do you schedule any differently this year, knowing you have a young team? I always try to foresee the future and where we'll need to be and how we'll need to grow a team. You don't want to overschedule and have a young team and, and just get beat up every weekend. You want to have enough games that will allow them to grow and taste uh, taste victory and, and know what competition head-to-head -head is. And then you need to have those 
does it put you back in place if uh, you're not as good as you thought you might have been because you won a previous game? So I think I have a good balance. I like where it is. We, uh, you know, we've got a trip to California where we play some top 50 RPI teams. Uh, our conference is certainly going to have some top 15 RPI games, quite a few. Um, you know, we go to Hawaii and play Oklahoma and Hawaii, a, a single game out there. So uh, our, t- our schedule is always – I'm always going to design it to where we'll have the opportunity to reward the team um, with uh, strength of schedule if we live up to a certain standard with postseason play and, and to – set ourselves up for a good position there so I'm going to always give that opportunity but hopefully I've got enough games in between those that will allow us to um, taste victory and get um, you know learn to love that good what's the um uh not the makeup of the well yeah what is the makeup do you know kind of the the character the uh the look of this team what's the strength of this team how would you clarify that as you get set to start well we're we're raw um we're raw right now as a team we've got some positions solidified but um as a team we're raw i think we have uh i hate to even jinx myself and say we have depth but we do have we do have been we're going to have players on the bench that will be contributors and starters from time to time we still have several positions that uh we'll be fighting to see watch the cream rise to the top um and uh you know i guess as everyone knows this sport is uh you know really centered around pitching and uh for the last couple of years we've really had one arm that we really relied on Gio Radoni and even Gio was injured last year and not to say that uh the other ones weren't very competitive but we had one day-to-day starter now I think we are going to use our bullpen a little bit more and uh be able to have more metal relief type pitchers and closers and more of a always liking it to baseball mentality because they play longer games and they need more pitchers and we have a five arm bullpen that i think we're going to call on and be able to call on and confidently but it's going to take a little while to find out the makeup and how we uh, utilize that bullpen to gain our full advantage there. Good. I thought Gia had her own locker, had her own office here. She, she's been here so long. It's going to be different without her around. It's uh, going to be a whole new look in a lot of positions. We had several that had been here for a little while. She had been here a year longer than those that moved on. Uh, but, uh, you know, Gia was a warrior. She was she pitched through a lot of pain that a lot of people didn't know, back injuries and knee injuries and uh, several back surgeries and she just continued to go out there and wear the green and gold and give us her, everything she had and yeah. I wish it would have ended better for Gia last year she deserved it but uh and several others did but um you know that's uh softball is not life regardless of what people say and it's uh she certainly milked everything she had and gave a lot to this program and certainly indebted to her but um it's it's time to move on and we've got some young more healthy bodies right yeah. now until we wear them out. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to see uh, what some of those kids do. we got a lot of new faces on this team. And uh, you asked about the makeup of this team, and I just think it's a high-energy team, uh, a team that likes to laugh and cut up. I have to uh, rein them in every now and then, but I like that enthusiasm. And uh, I'm going to let them – I'm going to give them the, the freedom to be that team if that's the one they want to evolve into as long as that uh, 
um, you know, is, uh, maintains a competitive level that uh, we're going to need to be very good this year. So I think it's going to be there. I've seen it in offseason. I've seen it in the fall. And uh, we're going to make some mistakes along the way. But every time I believe this team's going to get better every time we have that kind of challenge. Good. So this weekend, Natchitoches, is it uh, officially or unofficially the Janice Moore Invitational over there? And who, who are you going to play over there this it's, weekend? Uh, it's the Janice Miller Invitational. Oh, that so, makes more sense. So yeah. she, the, the, I'm known as Glenn Miller at uh, <laughs> Northwestern State. The Janice's husband. That's Janice's <laughs> husband, no doubt. Um, so I'm not sure the statue of her is up yet, but uh, it's underway fundraising going on. So, yeah, we're going to see uh, – we're going to open up with Tennessee Martin, a team that's, uh, you know, coming off a very competitive year and uh, again it's hard to tell who we're going to see with so many losses, so many new players but the core of their team is back, uh, their their bullpen is, is back so we know what we're going to see pretty much pitching wise but we do get to see them before we compete against them earlier in the day Northwestern State I think will have one of the top pro, uh, teams that they've had, uh, they've been picked preseason to finish second in the Southland to McNeese State and we know McNeese State's uh, very well is a very strong team so Donald's done a great job there uh, we will see Arkansas Pine Bluff and then Tennessee Chattanooga so that's four games mm-hmm. and uh, we think uh, you know uh, Chattanooga's uh, year in year out a competitive program been down a little bit lately but we know Frank Reed's a friend of mine he's an outstanding coach even Claire Hozak coached with him over there, so we got some ties there. So we know that uh, that two or three of the teams are going to be pretty high RPI teams. So it'll be a good opening for a very young team. We're basically a junior college team, uh, experience wise, anyway. So uh, we're going to go over there and uh, see what we got and uh, uh, have some fun. Good. Home uh, and then home next week, right? The Oregon games next weekend are your home openers. Yeah, we do travel to Stephen F. Austin midweek, and then we come back for. Uh, Oregon for a three-game series. Uh, our Getterman Classic weekend, we decided to do a three-game series with Oregon. So Oregon is certainly high RPI. I can't remember they're a top 20 ranked team preseason uh, team that really should have been in Super Regionals and um, just uh, just a good good uh, challenge for us right away. So if we have some success in Louisiana, uh, we certainly can't get too high from that. Uh, we can't get too low from it if we don't. But uh, uh, Oregon's going to be a good test. And that's kind of back to the scheduling thing. You want enough uh, teams like that that let you know really where you are compared to where you want and expect Baylor softball to be year in and year out. You have to play competition that's better than you in order to get better. Good. Well, good luck this weekend. I appreciate the visit. And uh, we look forward to a uh, new season getting underway with Baylor softball. It's time. Let's go.